everybody. Welcome to today's episode of Woven Together. This is our first episode, our launch episode. We're so excited to be here today. My name is Sean Wigley. This is my beautiful wife, Dawn Wigley. Hello, everyone. And we are extremely excited to kick this thing off. Today, we're going to be talking about humility, a key ingredient in marriage. And uh, we've been studying this, kind of hopefully learning to walk in it. And uh, babe, why don't you just share with us a little bit about what God's showing you in humility? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I want to start with scripture. And in 1 Peter 5, 5, the NIV version, it says, Clothe yourself with humility toward one another. And here Peter is writing about clothing, so to speak, and that every Christ follower should wear. And it should be worn in every relationship, but it is very important in the intimacy of a marriage relationship. And in the original language of the scripture, which would be Greek, it's, um, to be clothed means to tie something on with a knot or a bow. And that's like an idea of putting on an apron in the kitchen or wherever to keep one's clothes clean when you're serving others. Man, I love that because, you know, just the mental picture of an apron, like you said, it's to keep you clean. There's always, especially when I'm cooking, and you know this, there's going to be a mess and they're going to get stuff everywhere. But when you clothe yourself in that humility and, and you're approaching any situation, say a discussion you've got to have with your spouse and you think that it might get messy, when you're clothed in humility, literally that humility will wear that mess instead of you. And I just think that's incredible how God designed that. Yeah, and I just think it's really important for both you and your spouse because humility brings God's grace into your, into your marriage directly. Mm-hmm. And... Um, in James 4, 6, it says, God oppresses the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And I know that I don't want God oppressing me. And if you look at any marriage where one or even both spouses live pridefully with their mate, that their marriage is filled with strife. Absolutely. And like you said, we don't want God to oppose us. Uh, when God opposes us, that's not good. Nor do I want to get into a situation where I'm allowing pride to come in because we know pride is literally the contrasting spirit to humility. Uh, Pride puffs you up. It's all about you. It's kind of taking you to a place where you're trying to come from a place of maybe uh, you think your opinion is higher. So if we engage in a conversation and I don't come with humility, I can sometimes come in pride. And when you come in, in any situation, you come in with pride, it kind of pride puffs up. It kind of lifts up where literally the biblical definition of humility means to come low, to be brought low in a place of serving or a place of lowering yourself and raising or lifting the other one up. Yeah, and you know, there's three things to remember as you consider to clothe yourself with humility. And um, so just to go over that one, it's a choice. And you can choose to live in selfishness and not put on humility. But why would you choose relational destruction? Instead, choose humility and declare over yourself, even now, you can do it right now, I am choosing to put on humility in my marriage. I choose to put pride aside and serve my spouse. Number two, it's an attitude. When we choose humility, we are declaring that nothing is beneath us, and we choose to elevate our spouse's worth and their value. And three, it's a reflection of Jesus. In Philippians 2.7, it says he made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, and he did that for us. 
When we choose to be clothed in humility, we are a living example of Jesus' humility to our spouse and all those around us. Uh, and I think that's incredible. I love it. Even when you first mentioned that to me, I thought, man, this is awesome. So humility literally is three things. First, it's a choice. Uh, I think whether you've been married a month or you've been married 18 years or you've been married 50 years, every day we're going to go to bed. And maybe maybe last night we went to bed good. We were happy. Everything was working. But then, uh, uh, you know, we're going to go to bed. I may have had a good night's sleep and you may not have slept as well. So we're both going to get up and be in a position where we're going to have to make a choice to put on humility. I think that is critical for each one of us, just like uh, the Scripture says, you know, taking up our cross daily and following after Him. I think that just leads right into humility, that if we are, are humbling ourselves before the Lord in the morning, we do that, both of us do that in prayer, and we get into the Word, and that sets us up right at the beginning of our day for success, because... You can't read Scripture, you can't get into His presence without His humility getting on you. I mean, the presence of God will humble you. When you see yourself uh, in the light of who God is, it just naturally brings a humility to you. And so then when we interact, our first interaction is usually a few minutes after we've had our prayer time or been in the Word. And I, I just noticed that that really helps us kind of get off on the, the right foot. I mean, I'm... I am very, when I'm awake, I'm wide awake and ready to go, and you're more kind of ease into the day. So we have different personalities, but both of us get to make that same choice. And, yeah, then, and it gives us a different perspective also, and we can see each other's perspective when we have that humility and we have that time with God. Absolutely. And then attitude was the second one. I think attitude is altitude. We've heard that a lot of times. I say that a lot in coaching. If you have a right attitude... Say we're engaging in a conversation that maybe we we know the other one is probably either not opposed, but maybe has a different perspective than we do, and I'm coming into that conversation. I know it's huge when my attitude is right, because when my attitude is an attitude of humility, I'm coming to that to kind of serve you in the moment. I'm literally coming in to try to lift you up in the situation. And I think one of the things that my mom told me a long time ago, and I'm just barely starting to understand it, is that you've got to, in a marriage or any relationship, give up the right to be right. When we come into a, a, a discussion, or even an argument, we call it whatever you want, um, that we come in knowing that we're not trying to win. I used to, when we were first married, you know this, I'm super competitive. <laughs> I always thought that every conversation we had was like a competition. And I was always trying to win, or I was trying to prove how right I was. And boy, I, I, uh, I feel bad for you for the first few years we were married, but I just noticed that God through the years has really opened my eyes to, hey, this is my spouse. This is the one you created me to be one with. And when I come in humility and I come with that right attitude, which is a choice, uh, I don't always feel that way. My feelings don't always tell me to come that way, but the Word of God does. So when I come that way, then, and you can feel that, uh, that you can feel I'm not trying to win, it, it really opens you up and your personality to be able to express how you feel without feeling like I'm going to attack you. And then thirdly, I think you said it reflects Jesus. Well, which one of us in our marriage as Christian uh, parents of children, we don't want to reflect Jesus, not just to each other, but to our children. I think we set a, a really uh, important standard in our home when we defer from our feelings or our natural reactions 
and we start saying, hey, you know what? I'm going I'm to close myself in humility today because I want to reflect Jesus. You mentioned it in there. He humbled himself. He was literally God. And he decided to step down into the world and humble himself to become flesh and dwell among us. And I just, I don't know about you guys, but that humbles me. Just that, just that scripture and that perspective really brings humility to me. To know that a God who was dwelling in heaven gave all that up and humbled himself to experience what you and I go through every single day. There's nothing that, that God is doing that is uncommon to man. And so I am super pumped about uh, just having the opportunity to, to draw near to God and then find out what his version of humility looks like. It's consistent. It's awesome. And uh, I just love having those three things. It's kind of a good hook for me in the morning to think about. It's a choice. It's an attitude. And do I want to reflect Christ? Absolutely. I mean, you even hit on it, too, on the reflection. He gave us examples of how to do everything. And if you just look in the Bible and read the scripture, get in the Word, then you yourself can follow along and um, be a living example as well. Amen. Uh, you know, there's a scripture when we we're talking about all that. It says uh, in there, you said, when, when, when you bring pride in, that it literally causes strife. It, and it, we've walked out on our marriage. When I get prideful, you get prideful, and we're discussing something, it always turns into strife. It always turns into. Uh, maybe jealousy. Uh, there's a scripture in uh, James chapter 3, verse 16 that says, For where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. And I just think, man, not only do we not want to have pride in there, but pride is like a doorway for every evil work. Uh, so things that you may want, you may say, well, pride's not that big. You know, you got to be proud about who you are, and, and I agree with that. You, there, there should always be pride in your family, pride in what God is doing, but the difference is a, a spirit of pride comes in to puff you up. It kind of sets you up from your spouse or, or maybe even another co-worker or whoever. Any relationship you have, pride will kind of set you up, try to exalt you where you're talking in a condescending manner or you're talking from a place of maybe I know and you don't. And when you do that, it opens that doorway for every evil work. And I don't know about you, but we love peace in our home. Yeah. We, we, I mean, we strive for peace in our home because, as we said, we've got a lot of kids. And so there's a lot of opportunity uh, to practice this humility. And there's a lot of opportunity also to let pride in or to, to get offended and, and start kind of trying to defend our position. And I think with humility, you're... When you're, when you're walking in humility, you're never really worried about defending yourself because you're always worried about building the other person. Um, another scripture that I love says, uh, in, it's in, where, hold on a second, sorry. It's Proverbs chapter 16, verse 18, and this is the King James Version. It says, pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Uh, better is it to be of a humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud. And I love that scripture because it talks about pride and destruction. None of us want destruction in our marriage. That's why we're listening to this podcast or maybe why you're watching uh, on on uh, YouTube today. And so if we don't want destruction and, and we know that a haughty spirit brings a fall, but what does it say right after that? It's better to be of a humble spirit with the lowly. So it's better if I enter an, a, a discussion with you, it's better for me to come out in a low place, maybe not having thought I won, 
but knowing that uh, dividing spoils is not what's going to bring me to the right place. Humility brings me to that place where whether I feel like I'm right or not, that I've been heard, and secondly, I'm trusting in the God that calls me to humility to to uh, kind of work out things in you and while God's working things out in me. I love another thing that, that uh, and we'll kind of head to a close with this, but uh, when you put on humility, it says put on humility. Well, I don't dress you in the morning and you don't dress me. I think a lot of times what happens in marriage is, w w whether it's humility or anything else, we like to put things on our spouse that we're not willing to wear. And I think the greatest model of humility is when you can obviously clothe yourself in that and then start to model that thing for your spouse. If you want your spouse to be something, the greatest way that I feel like you can really make an impact there is when you model what you're trying to, uh, what you'd like your spouse to do. The, the best uh, form of leadership is to be the example, to do what you're asking others to do. So I love that. And uh, Yeah, and another example of that would be like, you know, when you're in an airplane and things are going crazy and those uh, masks come down, they always tell you to do yours first. Because if you do theirs first, it doesn't work and you know you're Absolutely. You know, and so you have to do yours first for you to be able to be any good use for anybody else. And so that's the same way with this, that if you put on your humility and you are taking care of your relationship with Christ first, then you're more useful to those around you and you can help them better than you could. We're just pointing at everybody else before you took care of yourself. Amen. I absolutely agree with that. And, and that's a great point, man. Uh, I, I want to end on my, my side with this quote. It's from C.S. Lewis in the book Mere Christianity. He says, As long as you are proud, you cannot know God. A proud man is always looking down on things and people. And of course, as long as you are looking down, you cannot see something that is above you. And obviously, we want to position ourselves to our spouse and put them above us. But we also want to make sure that God, we know he is above us, but we want to posture ourselves in a way where we're looking up to him. And so I think that's a powerful quote. And uh, is there anything else you have for our listeners today before we wrap this up? Um, I guess the last thing would be just like a challenge for all of you that are listening um, or watching. <laughs> My challenge would be, will you take out humility and close yourself with it in every day? Amen. Amen. I accept that challenge. And uh, we're just inviting you to do the same thing. Every single day, you guys have an opportunity, a choice. It's a choice, it's an attitude, and then do you want to reflect Christ in your marriage and in your life? God bless you guys. We'll look forward to seeing you next week. We'll come out with another episode in a week or so. Uh, and when that's available, we'll post it. Keep watching and send your comments in on the YouTube channel there. You can comment, let us know what you think. Uh, hopefully we'll get a little better and hopefully what we're doing is meeting a need for you. We'd love to hear some ideas, things you'd like us to talk about. And uh, we love you guys. God bless.